Are you ready to stop the self-sabotage and create the life you desire? Well, in order for that to happen, you need to break free from the bad beliefs that are holding your success hostage. You need to optimize the stress by turning it into extra energy for success. And those hurtful habits? Well, we need to give that pain a purpose for progress. Welcome to Stop the Self-Sabotage and Create the Life You Desire podcast. Ever have so many things happen in your life that you feel like you're hitting rock bottom and that things certainly can't get any worse? Well, yes, they can. Because your rock bottom does have a basement. A basement where all your bad beliefs hang out that tell you that life is always going to be this way and there's nothing you can do to make it any better. I'm going to share with you how I actually hit mine this past weekend. So let's do a quick recap. So about two and a half weeks ago, on my way home from my mom's, visiting her down in Florida, I live in Missouri, uh, a semi-truck, its tire blew up in front of us on the highway, took off the front a half of my car. Um, we were able to rig it with zip ties to do a, the rest of the seven and a half hour drive home that we still had left. Um, we were able to get home and get it in the shop. That's excellent. But then a couple of days later, uh, I'm having a challenge with the toothache on a Friday night over a long holiday weekend. Well, of course, hello. Why is that? Well, because whenever I experience really stressful situations, I have a tendency to grind my teeth in my sleep, and that set off the toothache. Uh, so the the Tuesday, when everything opened back up, I was able to call the dentist, get in same day, who then said, oh, guess what, you have to have a root canal, and called the endodontist, who also got me in same day. Phenomenal. So then I'm put on uh, a week's worth of antibiotics uh, after the uh, root canal. Okay, you know, oh my gosh, it's been, you know, 20 some odd years since I've been on antibiotics. I didn't know anything about having to put good bacteria back in your gut. You know, this this is all new. Uh, so last Thursday, today's Monday, last Thursday, two days after I finished my course of antibiotics, I woke up in the middle of the night with a urinary tract infection. Oh my gosh, haven't had one of those for 20 some odd years. Um, so I was able to get in that morning on a televisit with uh, the nurse who gave me more medications and said, yeah, you know, when you take out uh, the bad bacteria, you also take out good bacteria, you need to go on probiotics. Excellent. I'm on that now. So whew, everything's going to be good. Everything's moving forward. So that was last Thursday. Well, Friday, my car is supposed to be ready to be picked up from being in the shop for a week and a half. And um, they were really pushing to get it finished. I was so impressed by their work ethic. So they reached out. They were supposed to close at like 5. They reached out and said, we're going to have it ready for you at 6.30. Is that good? I'm like, oh my gosh, that's phenomenal. You're staying late to make it happen. 
So I pick the car up at 6.30. A few minutes later, I'm at the gas station right down the street, gassing it up. And I go to turn it on after I got gassed up and the battery is completely dead. Seems like they forgot that whenever they took the doors off to do the damage of the truck tire that rolled underneath my car and took out part of the, I thought it was just the front bumper and and grill, but it didn't. It did damage underneath my car all the way to the back bumper. Well, when they took off the doors on the car, it weakened the battery. And for whatever reason, hey, there it is. Time for me to restart. Two-year-old battery and it's dead. So they rolled me away from the pumps, and, and and I'm like, okay, it's it's no big deal. I've got roadside assistance on my insurance, so I called, and it's 90 degrees plus outside, and two and a half hours later, sitting there on the side of a gas station, they have still no ETA for when a tow truck is going to be able to show up to tow me back the three miles so I can drop it off at the auto body shop and have them fix whatever is going to go along, uh, needs to go right to get me back on the road. And I have now hit the basement to my rock bottom. Yes. So as Drew is running around going to different stores trying to find a battery that we're going to pay for out of our pocket trying to find a battery for my car you know nine o'clock on a Friday night and I'm sitting there by myself because gas stations already closed and um, now I'm having to be super aware I'm in a, a, a great neighborhood but you know what When you're out there in the middle of nowhere, you know that you have to be super aware. And that's when all the fears are showing up. And my personal favorite happens to be, I always have to pay the price for other people's mistakes. I'm always going to be the one that is going to bear the brunt of it and has to figure out how to make things work. And that's in my basement. I'm not quite sure what's in your basement. It's going to be your favorite, how you're not good enough and there is not enough in life. Like I said, not sure what it's, what yours is going to be, but I'm going to give you the four steps to start bringing yourself out of it. So I recognized right away what was happening. I gave myself 10 minutes to have an absolute pity party and then said, okay, how do I need to start working through this? So here are the four steps you need to start working uh, on things whenever you think you're hitting rock bottom and then you find out, no, there's still additional um, depth that you can hit. And I want you to imagine drawing three circles that overlap. One circle is going to be your team. The second circle is going to be in your environment. The third circle is going to be your identity. And what's in that center circle is promises. So let's go through each of these. Team. Team are the people who can support you. 
These are the people that can assist you through this. I am not talking about your friends where you're going to bitch, moan, whine, and complain. I talked to a couple of friends over the weekend. They had no idea I had been through this because I will only share it with people unless it's an example of how you can improve the quality of your life like I do with you and like I do with my clients, my friends. If they can't assist me with it, then I'm not going to share it with them because I can very easily get into the habit of bitching, moaning, whining, and complaining. So um, my team, I have my mentor that I turn to and I did bitch, moan, whine, and complain. Not for them to fix it, for them to possibly see avenues that I haven't explored yet, for them to validate me and support me, but but not just to moan about it. Okay. Um, I also look to add, okay, I had to have a team for my car. And so when I got home that night, I did reach out to the manager of customer service for the auto body shop and shared with her my opinion. Now I'm going to get to identity in just a moment that we'll talk about how I shared that because it was different than what I would have done in the past. So I had to have a team. Um, Drew was out looking for a battery for my car. He found one, dropped a couple hundred bucks, put it in the car, and after sitting out on that hot parking lot um, for almost three hours, I was home. Okay, great. Uh, also knew that I was going to need additional care with my health. I was at my chiropractor this morning. Oh my gosh. She, she's working over me and she's like, mm-hmm, yeah, uh, look at how you're carrying the stress in all these areas. And just her touch, what was assisting and putting me um, in, in a better place. So it's, I know I'm going to have to take care of my health. So um, who else is on my team? Did you know you're on my team? Yes, you're on my team to support me. How in the heck does that happen? See, I know that you expect me to find a way to be better because of these things happening. So then I can train you on it because, hey, we're all going to go through something. And here's the thing. I refuse, absolutely put my foot down on going through something without my life getting better. I just will no longer tolerate experiences in my life that are not going to make me better. So therefore my life can be better. So you're actually on my team because you expect that from me, which means I got to figure out a way to do it and then teach you the process or remind myself of the process. All right. So team is in the first circle. Who can help, who can help you alleviate the pain that you're in? That's what your team does. Then in the second circle is your environment. What needs to happen in your environment right now where you can take action on something and actively make what you're being surrounded by better? Because while your team will alleviate pain, you actively making your environment a better place to be starts producing chemicals of well-being. 
so I, I knew as soon as that UTI hit, I'm like, freak, okay, I've got way too much coming at me now for me just to sit passively. So I'm looking around the house. Drew and I live in a modest house, um, like 2,000 square feet. And when you walk in the front door, uh, it's a very small hallway that opens up to the dining room on the right. It's open concept and the living room on the left. Well, we've got a hall closet right there and, um, it's pretty useless like most hall closets are. And we have been talking for quite some time, turning it into a little mini mudroom. You know, taking everything out, repainting the inside, putting a really pretty bench in there with a, a beautiful mirror and then um, hooks all over the place to hold the jackets and the dog leash and the purses that that I use and then having storage underneath the little bench area for the dog food and the shoes that you take off when you first come in the door. Well, I, I knew I needed to produce action that was going to then release chemicals of well-being. So we started on that um, just a couple of days ago. So so what's in your environment? You know, sometimes when you are so absolutely overwhelmed by pain and you feel like you can't do anything, organize your underwear drawer, fold your socks, look at maybe tossing out what you don't use in that kitchen junk drawer. Start small, but start in your environment because as you organize and make things easier to use in your environment, your thoughts and emotions in your brain become easier to use. It's a a, a psychological process where the two are linked. So that's the second circle. Okay, third circle, your identity. Are you using what you're going through to mature your identity through self-control? That's a big one. Because how far you get in life will be dependent upon your self-control. Uh, so you can get some really wonderful things and find you don't have the ability to hold on to them. They slip right through your fingers when you are missing self-control. So when I got home Friday night, hot, sweaty, hurting, because I'm, you know, I'm still not feeling good from the UTI from the day before. So I called the customer service, um, manager. That was on the piece of paper that I got whenever I picked up my car and I left her a message and I said, yeah, picked up my car. I should have been home almost three hours ago. It was not your fault. It was not your company's fault that the tow truck never showed up like they were supposed to. And it was not your um, company's fault that it is 90 plus degrees out uh, in the evening. But it is your company's responsibility that you put me there because you sent me home with a battery that got run down because of your practices. And so now how are we going to make this right? Opportunity for excellence. Now, I was very aggravated when I said it, but I will tell you now, just a few years ago, oh, 
I would have played the victim card and they would have been the bully and oh my gosh, uh uh-uh, no. I have to take responsibility for how I'm going to move forward in a situation. They needed to take the responsibility on how they were going to make it better and reimburse me for the battery. Uh, which Saturday morning, first thing, I get a phone call. Customer service manager is on vacation. And the only reason why she didn't respond to me 9.45 the night before, she was on a plane heading to Florida for her vacation. And so she's calling me the first thing. Oh my gosh, are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. I'm still not happy. We've got some things to address, at which point she said, I've already called the area manager who's going to call you right after this, who's going to meet you as soon as you say when you want to be met at the shop, and we're going to do everything to make him right. And I did. I met him at the shop. Area manager went over the almost $6,000 in repairs on my car. I was very blessed to have a low deductible that I chose previously, so it wasn't out of my pocket. Um, immensely and reimbursed me for the battery, made sure everything was right. Okay, excellent. But I had to have self-control because if I want to have the love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, and gentleness in my life, it is all going to be dependent on how I control my focus, how I control my feelings, and the actions I implement because of that control, which leads me to the area that um, overlaps where all three of these circles come together, and that's the promise. It's the promise your higher power has given you for the type of life you're supposed to live. Now, I don't know about you, but my higher power has promised me a life of abundance, a life of joy, a life of health, a life of people who want to support me and see me at my very best. And it is my mission in life to go out, that's part of my promise, to go out and help others be their very best. I was never promised, though, that I was going to have to pay the price for other people's mistakes. That was part of my previous conditioning that has nothing to do with the promise. And I had to remind that younger me who came out Friday night and went, oh my gosh, this is just like how we used to live life, where it was one crisis after another after another. And I had to remind that younger me that that is no longer who we are and that I was going to prove to her that life is going to be and enjoy life in the mature part of me was going to step forward using the team, using the environment and using our self-control on moving forward. Now, what about you? How can you use this? Because I'm going to tell you right now, there is going to be a time in your life when you think you've hit rock bottom. And you're going to find out, no, there's another level underneath it. I've been through some stuff in my life. Um, it's, uh, I was, what, 20? It was January 1st. Reached out to the doctor. I was six months pregnant. All of a sudden started spotting. Um, reached out to the doctor and said, hey, I'm spotting. But I had a doctor that didn't want to be inconvenienced because of the holiday and said, oh, you know what? No big deal. Um, you're going to be fine. Don't worry about it. No, I wasn't. And, and a few hours later, um, had a stillborn birth that happened at home. Uh, and you'd think that's rock bottom. 
You go in for the DNC and find out that the doctor botches it, and six weeks later, you're back in the hospital with a staph infection, and you're in the ICU while they're telling your family that they don't know if you're going to make it. So there's all times when we've been through something and we're like, this is as low as it can get. And no, there's going to be one more step down into that basement. But in that basement is the bad belief that can be upgraded. It, it it's it's here. It, it it can happen for you. The health, the wealth, the happiness. But you can no longer allow yourself to act out by the wounded you when that bad experience first happened. Another part of you has to come forward when you're triggered. Now, if I can assist you with this, um, reach out one six three six six nine nine seven seven nine one. If you want to take the class that I have on bad beliefs and where I'm going to train you in the process, uh, the the more in depth process of how to move forward faster when stuff begins to fall apart. Uh, I, I'll gift you a ticket. Go to drewdonferguson.com forward slash PC, stands for podcast, to see how you can get the ticket. Um, or maybe just decide that you want to invest in this ticket. Go to drewdonferguson.com forward slash 2021. But whatever happens, I'm here to tell you, you are strong enough to get not just through it, but to what's waiting on the other side. And I'd be honored if I can assist you in any way on it. So until we get together again, maybe it's time to uh, clean out that basement a little bit. I know I did. Blessings on your brilliance. What I've been sharing with you is part of your time to thrive. See, we can get stuck in a healing process, but what's beyond the healing? Well, there's growth, and then there's goals, and then there's vision. And Your Time to Thrive is a very special membership where you access a course or a live event with me every single month that is going to teach you this process so that way you're not dependent upon someone else for your progress. Instead, you're empowered to be able to make upgrades on your own. And then whenever you hit a block that just seems to be too much for you to get over, that's when you bring in someone for assistance. So this membership is only open for the next few days. Go to dawnlandrum.com and you'll see all the details when you click on the tab that says time to thrive.